Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This government agency in the country of Iceland has a solution for those missing out on up-close contact during the current coronavirus pandemic. Apparently, Icelandians are huggers, something that's, of course, off-limits now because of social distancing. Enter now the Icelandic Forestry Service, who's enlisted volunteers to go out to the woods and clear snow-covered hiking paths. Yes, so that hikers can get some exercise, but also, and more specifically, so that everyone can go out to the woods and hug a tree. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a tree getting a little too friendly with you cliff there you know it's like who's groping me oh it's a limb (laughs) or the tree i was just standing here minding my own business (laughs) and here comes cliff groping me on the path (laughs) oh the tree (laughs) well cliff yes you know what i like best about our wonderful listeners what's that it's the way they pretend to pay attention pretend Okay. To actually pay attention to what's being said on this program. I like that part. <laughs> yeah. It's they're not actually paying attention. <laughs> no. They're pretending to pay attention. Well, if you're looking for a dirty boy this morning, here I am. I only <laughs> washed my hands for 19 seconds a few minutes ago, Cliff, and <laughs> no. kind of feeling like you're a little bit of an outlaw right now. Spreading germs. Well, I just I thought, you know, 20's a long time. I'm going to go with 19 <laughs> and be a little dirty this morning. You're, you're just living like a rebel today, aren't you? I am. I ought to join a motorcycle gang. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm going to ask you this question, Cliff, and I do this because okay. I feel like I already know the answer to it. Okay. Do you uh, make your bed every day there at the sweatpants lounge? <laughs> or do you make anything wow. at the sweatpants lounge? <laughs> Generally a neat person, so, yeah, I kind of keep up after myself, absolutely. You do. You you yes. make that bed every day. Yes, well, they say in the new research that uh-huh. if you do that, you will sleep better. Okay. Now, for me, yeah, I feel like whenever I vacuum the crunched-up Doritos around the bed, that helps yeah. me sleep a lot better, Cliff, because there's nothing worse than rolling over and having potato chips stuck <laughs> on your body in different places <laughs> that you don't want no. them to be. You know what I'm I saying? Can, I can think of some places on your body... Well, not your body, because I prefer not, but anybody. There are places where you wouldn't want potato chip crumbs. Would that come from the Department of... Justin, time for breakfast! I bet it would, yes. <laughs> we, this man's actions, whether or not we're in the middle of a pandemic, are pretty gross. And while gross things generally fall under the assignments handed to the Morning Roadshow Department of... Justin, time for breakfast! They really want no part of this, primarily because Richard Fowler of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada... When he did what he did, just being a butthead. It turns out the man who owns a condo in the former Olympic Village has some type of beef with the owner's council. Now, that's the group formed by condo owners to create and enforce rules that hopefully are designed for the good of all residents. But some can, well, they can turn out to be just too few people with too much power inflicting their will on the many. It's not known what the disagreement was that Fowler had with the condo council, but in any case, he decided to take it out on them and apparently everyone else who lives in the building. 
And he was caught on surveillance video last week walking into the condo's elevator and spitting all over the buttons. That's not how you press 8, dude. He's since written a formal letter of apology to residents. I can see why the department wanted no part of that, Cliff. <laughs> what a butthead. Well, and, you know, when you think about it, yeah. you never know if any elevator you've been in, if somebody <laughs> hasn't done that. Someone hasn't done that. So let this be a lesson to anyone getting into an elevator today. Use your elbow. <laughs> Or use somebody else's elbow. That'd be even That's better. That's right. I'd just stand with my hands in my pocket until somebody else pushes the floor. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, Cliff, I don't know if you knew this or not, but What's now that? experts are saying, along with washing your hands, you should also wash your face several times each day. Oh, okay. Never even thought about that. I mean, it make, I didn't either, but it makes sense. It I does. Mean, so what I thought about, Cliff, though, was. Yeah. For somebody like me, that's a little bit tough to do. <laughs> wait, wait, is it because your arms are too short? No. <laughs> okay. It's because... <laughs> no. Okay. It's because of my receding hairline. I'm having a tough <laughs> time figuring out where the face ends. That's right. And the head actually starts. <laughs> it's like, by the time I get done washing all the way to the top of my face, I run out of hot water. <laughs> yes, I'm somewhere on my neck by the time I get done washing everything. <laughs> you remember yesterday about this time, Cliff, I mentioned the six-foot-long Bud Light case of beer <laughs> to keep everybody from social yes. distancing. So basically, it would be that uh, you could drink off of one end of the six of the six foot pack, and I could drink off of the other, and uh, we would maintain social distancing, and get drunk on our you know what's at the same time. That's right, a seventy two pack, and and it was, however, fictitious. That's right. <laughs> I made that up. I yeah. wish I was making this up. Okay. Because this is true. Ticketmaster's in the news. Have you heard about this? Uh, I. Th- think so, but I don't know all the details. So. Well, they're uh, trending right now for all the wrong reasons. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, they've uh, kind of pulled a little switcheroo here on their refund policy, if you've already bought tickets to any event coming up this year. Yeah. This policy now excludes you getting your money back if it's postponed or rescheduled. Now, so now there's you, no refunds is what they're saying. Only if the event actually is postponed and doesn't happen like canceled so i don't know like say you buy concert tickets at a certain date and then it's postponed to like three months later the same day you're happening to have major surgery no refund for you no refund for you no no yeah that's nice now that's (laughs) real real nice i mean anything could happen you're absolutely right you know you wanted to go this date and it's not anybody's fault that you know you can't go no but if they reschedule it and it's a date that you can't be there, I mean, you might be in a mm-hmm. wedding or something like that or this is true. whatever. And now they're yeah. like, now you, you paid <laughs> <laughs> and we're keeping the money. It's kind of sad, really. Well, I think people who would in, be in that situation would be comforted to know that there literally are a thousand online places that you can scalp your tickets out to someone else. That is true. That is true. But then you hear the other side of the story, Cliff, and I read it this morning. There are medical experts now saying there won't be any big get-togethers with people anywhere until the fall of next year. 
So like a year and a half from now, basically. Yes, that's kind of what they're uh, that's kind of what they're eyeballing right now. So yeah, we'll see okay. how that all plays out. You hear everything. Right. Every fifteen minutes, something else changes, and it, and it changes. Yes, yes, it does. Well, Cliff, I don't know if you've had yeah. a chance to look at our Facebook page this morning. It uh, just briefly, yes. Well. We uh, asked our wonderful Facebook friends to post a picture that they have in their phone that uh, makes them smile when they see it. And we've had some great ones. And yeah. that brings up the uh, Sweatpants Lounge. You seem to be quite a hit in that lounge, Cliff, whenever you post something. <laughs> Do you think perhaps today or tomorrow you could come up with another picture to post on there so people can see exactly Just what you're not to doing? See the, the, it's to see exactly what I'm not doing. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think probably we could do that. Okay, today or tomorrow one, okay? Let yes, us know absolutely. whenever you're ready to go with it, okay? Okay, And Alrighty. one other thing before we get out of here and let you get ready for the 8 o'clock news. Yes. On our Facebook page, some of these pictures are absolutely fantastic. But yes. Billy has the greatest pictures I've seen so far today. You know, he says here in his post, he's got pictures of two of his young sons, that his dad yeah. gave Billy some turkey decoys, and his kids didn't know what they were. So Billy, being a proper dad, said, they're hats that your <laughs> pawpaw got you, and he'll be disappointed if you don't wear them. And there those two youngsters are sitting in the house. Yeah, upset. with turkey decoys. <laughs> yes, sitting on top of their heads. Stuck on the top of their heads. And they don't look very happy about it, Cliff. <laughs> but I'm happy okay. that Billy posted that. So... We just need to make sure that Billy realizes the children he's now humiliating will eventually determine what nursing home he goes to. And that's exactly <laughs> what I posted on there in my reply, Cliff. <laughs> Weed, you may remember last week on this portion of the program, we listed uh, all the major calamities we are now undergoing. In addition to the current coronavirus pandemic, scientists have also called for a major earthquake somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Someone caught a video of a volcano in Japan erupting, and then there's that forest fire all around Chernobyl. But wait, there's more. Krakatoa, the volcano in the South Pacific that's one of the most violent on Earth, erupted again yesterday, although not as violent as it did back in 1883 when it sent clouds of smoke worldwide that darkened skies over the entire planet for years. And not to be outdone... Astronomers say there's a comet heading our direction. The Atlas comet only appears once every 5,500 years, and it's possible that it will be visible in the night sky by the end of the month. Those astronomers say it won't get closer to us than 100 million miles, but it's broken into 10 pieces, and four of them are, well, they're kind of quirky and proving difficult to track, so they don't know exactly where they'll end up. My backyard. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That, of all the places on Earth. Yeah, that's where it's going. That's where it's going to be, right yeah. there. Right on your septic tank. <laughs> oh, don't say that. I, no, I, I can't do that again, Cliff. I, I can't go through that twice. There's a comet in your septic tank. <laughs> oh, woo. Cliff. Yes? As you well know, I can't stand a tomato. I can't stand the look or the smell of them. And yeah. if you stick one on my burger by accident and just pull it off, it ruins <laughs> the whole thing. It, it leaves its essence behind. Oh, it does. Saying. But yeah. I read yesterday after we got off the yeah. air that it's just been 200 years, this year, celebrating 200 years, that we figured out we could actually eat tomatoes and they wouldn't harm us. 
Well, we think they were poisonous before that point. That's exactly right. Physicians really? <laughs> said that it caused appendicitis, it caused stomach cancer, you had to stay away from tomatoes at all costs, and a guy named Robert Johnson stood on a courthouse square and ate a whole bunch of them and said, nothing will happen to you. And that got me to thinking, you yeah. ever wondered how humans learned it was actually safe to eat some foods and not safe to eat others? I mean... Well, I'm a, I always felt like it was trial and error. I mean... If you eat something and you didn't die, and it tasted good, you might want to eat it again. So you're saying? I, I mean, I mean, if, if you go back thousands and thousands of years, I mean, somebody ate something by mistake, and you know, say we're like cavemen, you know, caveman ate something by mistake, and he keeled over and died, and all of his buddies were like, "Well, he just ate that. We shouldn't probably ever eat that again." <laughs> so you're saying, yeah. caveman Bill and caveman Tom go out walking yeah. out in the forest. And they come up on mushrooms. Yeah. And Bill's like, I can eat that, Tom. Mm -hmm. And 30 minutes later, we hear Tom going, no, you can't. And we're going to mark that one off the list here. <laughs> right. Is that not, I mean, doesn't that seem logical to you, how things happened? I would test it on animals. If you could catch one. Well. I mean, all the animals were wild. <laughs> I'd catch a small animal, force feed him a tomato just to see what happens. Right. Well, it, Okay. <laughs> it's a bit cruel, don't that you? That does sound a little bit bad, doesn't it? <laughs> Force feeding a tomato to an animal. <laughs> yeah, that's just, I wouldn't want that happening yeah. to me. I shouldn't have said that, Cliff. I'm sorry. <laughs> now you're making me feel bad. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> well, Cliff, I've been debating and debating whether to do this for our no prize, just punishment. And I think okay. we'll try it. What do you got? Well, you know, today it's Tiny Tim. Tiptoe through the tulips. That's exactly right. That's right. And this is inspired by a story you had yesterday about someone stealing a porta potty and it cost $600. <laughs> yes. And that got me to thinking. Mm hmm. I looked up some names of different porta potty companies around the United States. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I have a list of names. Okay. And I'm going to read these names off to our contestant. All yes. of these names will either be legitimate businesses or all <laughs> of them will be names of companies I just made up. Okay. You have to decide which one they are. Are they legitimate <laughs> or did I make all of them up? We have a willing victim already. We have a bunch of willing victims. Let's uh, Really? Let's try it. Here we go. Okay. Hi, who's this? Ken Romerhauser. All right, Ken Romerhauser. Where are you from? All right, Ken. You know what we're doing here? Uh, somewhat. I'm going to give you the name of three potential porta potty companies in the United States. I either I'm going to give you three legitimate companies, or I'm going to give you three that I've made up. You have to tell me if they're true companies or if I made all of them up. If you do it successfully, you're the winner of nothing. Sounds good. All right, here we go, Ken. Here's the three. You decide. Tanks a lot. Gotta go potties. And duty calls. <laughs> you made them up. You made them up. Those aren't real companies. No. Ken. <laughs> no. Those are absolutely oh. all real companies. <laughs> oh, no, Ken. And, it's all your fault. Oh, and, no. and do you know what this means now, Ken? Turn his radio up very loud. Yes, because Ken... <laughs> Because you missed, 
Yeah. This is the punishment that everyone is going to be uh, That's right. having. That's, Are you ready, Cliff? I'm ready. It's all Ken's fault. Whatever happens now is all Ken's fault. Ken Romerhausen from Fort, Fort Branch. Branch. Yes. Here it is, Cliff. It's all Ken's fault in Fort Branch. Romerhausen of Fort Branch is responsible for that. Wow. And I think, Cliff, that song is so bad that we should keep that song as the Tuesday punishment. Okay. I don't know if we could find anything worse on a Tuesday than that right there. (laughs) I mean, that's a tall order because that's just so bad. Yes. And hopefully, hopefully... Jason Aldean can wash that from our ears with She's Country. Please, Jason, help us out here. I'm afraid I've still got a little piece of tulip stuck in my ear, Cliff, right now. Jason couldn't get it all out of there. Wow. Yeah. Cliff, have you been paying a lot of attention to today's program? (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, have you been paying a lot of attention to it? And, And Well, I mean, I'll be honest. The way that my headphone thing is set up, I don't hear the, a lot of the music, but I hear everything that you and I have said, and I've been paying attention to that. Is that what we're talking about, or is it something else? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Because today, Cliff, is International Moment of Laughter Day, and I feel like we've decided not to participate in this today, oh, so, is what I'm thinking right so now. We're, we're boy. We're boycotting moment of laughter. I think day we're today. a social distancing <laughs> moment of laughter day here on this program. Social, social distancing from the laughter. Yes, we're trying to stay as far away from it as possible. <laughs> We've started hoarding all kinds of things. We all well know about the toilet paper, flour, yeah. eggs, mm-hmm. disinfectant wipe. Good luck That's trying to find one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I found a I found a can of that over the weekend. Um, and I tried to buy several because I thought I would bring some to the radio station because, as you know, they're, you're out there. Yes. I thought I'll, I'll be nice and I'll pop in there when no one's there. And uh, they wouldn't let me buy but one. I'm like, I'm just taking that home. Sorry about your luck. Well, that's okay. We could use that one, Cliff. Uh, no, it's here. I know, but you <laughs> said you me. wanted to be nice for us. <laughs> well, not that nice. <laughs> oh, well, okay. well, of course not. <laughs> you're, you're safe and secure at the Sweatpants Lounge. Exactly. What, what kind of... Poisons could you possibly get in that place? Well, it's pretty clean, except when the dog farts, so all it's right. all good. Well, now, Cliff, yeah. we are panic buying seeds. Oh, yeah, because, you know, people think uh, we're going to have to fend for ourselves and raise our own food. That's right. That's <laughs> uh-huh. what they're thinking. Now, yeah. that, that's never going to happen with me. You're never going to catch me with a pocket full of seeds of any kind. I'm just <laughs> not going to do that, Cliff. If it gets down to that, I don't know what I'm going to do, but... Yeah, I I don't want everything to go just totally bad, and me being the guy saying, "Well, at least I've got zucchini here." No, I'm, that's not going to be me at all. <laughs> at least I got zucchini. At least I got zucchini. <laughs> Cliff, yes. Have you done any studying on this? Take it to the bank, or you just want to hear uh, what it is? I just want to hear what it is. I'm. Yeah, I don't. Uh... I don't know what we got going on here, so I'm leaving it up to you. All right. Well, here it is. Scary as that might be. (laughs) That is a little scary. 
Our yeah. ticket to the bank today involves President Ronald Reagan. He was going to pick Gerald Ford as his running mate in 1980, which kind of surprises me a little bit. I'd never heard of that before. Uh, no, I've never heard of that before either. But President or former President Ford refused to be just the vice president under <laughs> Ronald Reagan. He said he wanted Reagan and himself to be co-presidents with the same powers both of them having. And Ronald Reagan considered it for a while, and then he went with George H.W. Bush instead as his running mate. I hmm. had never heard of that before in my <laughs> lifetime, Cliff. And I kind of follow some of the presidential stuff that goes well, on in history. And, you know, what, I would think that probably would be something I would have heard of because, um, I mean, it's a long roundabout thing, but the, um, the guy, because every president has a, a photographer who follows them around and creates the visual record of their presidency. And so for Gerald Ford, that was a photographer that I, as, as when I was in high school, I followed very closely because he won a Pulitzer for his work in Vietnam. And I still follow him to this day, and I've never seen anything, including in his autobiography, that he's said anything about that going on with Gerald Ford. Well, all of not that. that not that I'm doubting you, but... Well, you can't doubt this, Cliff. It's on Take It to the <laughs> Bank. If I'm talking porta potties be very doubtful of me. <laughs> very doubtful. It's just been a strange year all the way around, and I was so <sighs> hopeful. I remember in December how excited I was that... 2020, what a cool-looking number to begin with. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and it's and like the answer the, is everything. Everything. Really. Wheels everything. have come off the cart, including uh, youngsters <laughs> being homeschooled. Who would have ever thought that would have happened? Yeah. That mom and dad would have to pitch in and do that. I had a cousin in Tennessee that did that, though. He was he was homeschooled for about, I don't think, two or three years, Cliff. Yeah. They, uh, some, some people, it's it's a lifestyle that they chose, but you you didn't really realize that the entire population would have it forced upon them by a virus. Yeah, well, my cousin really didn't choose it. Oh, he didn't? Huh? No. Well, how did that play out then? Well, I believe they call it house arrest now, but we called oh, okay. it homeschooling <laughs> back then. <laughs> Be safe, make good choices, and remember, yes. you can't touch your face with a beer in each hand. Cliff, anything said today? Wow. Yes. <laughs> Morning Roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. The children you are now humiliating will eventually be the ones to choose which nursing home you go to. Number two, Caveman Bill and Caveman Tom go out walking in the forest. <laughs> I have no idea how we got to that, but there we were. We got there. And the number one Morning Roadshow phrase for today. At least I got a zucchini. That doesn't even sound good when you say that, Cliff. <laughs> that and a jar of Vaseline will get you a lot of fun. On all, right, okay. all right, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.